For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We are tracking our weather alert day for today. I'll go over the severe storm risk and show you when it finally starts to move out, how the weekend looks coming up in just a few minutes. Also, there'll be extra counselors at Sherwood Githens Middle School in Durham today where you are looking live. The measures school leaders are taking to help kids feel safe after a gun was found in a backpack. It's 430 on Thursday morning, a lot going on and the Masters starts today. They're going to get some of the same weather that we're going to get here and the cool off. Yeah. over the weekend. I'm Jeff Hogan. Good to have you with us. And I'm Michelle McConaughey. Yeah, it's all good now. Yeah. Everything everything yeah. looks pretty good. Nice temperatures out there. Uh, but we do have the uh, risk for some severe weather. So we got to get over to meteorologist Anthony Baglione. <laughs> and with us this morning, Anthony, uh, where are we seeing that severe risk? So the severe risk, guys, at this point, a level one here from essentially the northern parts, parts of Wake County up to the Virginia-North Carolina border. The one change this morning, you notice that level two that the Storm Prediction Center has added to the the map here, mainly in Virginia, a very small sliver there of Mecklenburg County, but most of this is going to be to our north. And so there is where the system currently sits right now. It's definitely been a very messy couple of days here. The Ohio and Tennessee valleys have seen numerous days of strong storms. It is quiet right now. We overlook our Azalea Gardens here looking good to go. It's a warm start where it's 70 in Raleigh, 70 degrees in Durham, 69 there in Clinton. Most of today should be dry, but we head into this evening. That's when I think the best chances for some showers and storms comes in mainly probably about 6 to 7 p.m. That's when it moves in. We're going to start to see this push in from the west to the east and then rounds of showers and storms continue guys here as we head into tonight and through the weekend. So I'll walk you through the weekend forecast as well. Show you all of this messy weather coming up here in just a few minutes. This morning we will get a clearer picture of some potentially huge changes for transgender youth in North Carolina and those include their ability to play high school sports. WRL's Naya Harden is outside the General Assembly in Raleigh with what we know about this right now. Naya, good morning. Good morning. Well, this morning, the focus will be on a measure to ban transgender athletes from playing on women's high school sports teams. The bill was introduced the same day Democrat Tricia Cottom switched parties, giving Republicans a supermajority in the General Assembly. That means they have a real shot at passing bills like these after several years at trying in total, six bills have been introduced this week, all targeting young people who identify as transgender. Some of them limit gender-affirming treatment for people under 18. We spoke to people on both sides about this. There's this whole false narrative that trans kids just walk in and can start taking hormones or get surgery. When any family who's supporting their trans child will tell you it takes years for them to get access, sometimes just the mental health care. These gender mutilation procedures that are being performed on minors are really child abuse. And so uh, we believe kids ought to be given a chance to resolve their uh, confusion about their sex. And 
As for the sports bill, the organization in charge of high school sports here in North Carolina says that there's about 15 transgender athletes that are currently playing this year. The commissioner says that she's seen little to no impact from their participation. Republican leaders will speak this morning at 10 o'clock, and we will have that for you on the WRL News app. Naya Harden, WRL News in Raleigh. And this all comes as lawmakers in other states across the country are pushing for similar bills. Most recently, Kansas lawmakers passed a bill banning athletes who identify as transgender from competing in girls' and women's sports. Lawmakers overrode the Democratic governor's veto of the bill yesterday. The move comes one day after they passed a bill forbidding people who identify as transgender from using public restrooms, locker rooms, and other facilities associated with their gender identities. The storm system that is headed our way left a path of destruction across the Midwest. A state of emergency remains in effect in Missouri today where five people died in a tornado. The National Weather Service says a tornado with winds reaching 130 miles per hour ripped through communities about 100 miles south of St. Louis early yesterday morning. State officials say nearly 100 buildings were damaged and at least a dozen were destroyed. Missouri's governor says it'll take the recovery process. The recovery process will be a lengthy one. I think when you look at the devastation of this, uh, it's going to be weeks upon months to be able to recover. Uh, it's a long journey ahead for the people that live here. At least five other people were hurt in that storm. Officials say a search and rescue effort continues for more people. And the National Weather Service will be in Louisville today to examine tornado damage there. The city's mayor says one person died there as the storm came through yesterday afternoon, but that death is not yet officially linked to the severe weather. Officials have confirmed one tornado touched down in the city. They'll look at damage today to determine whether there were more. People in Illinois are also cleaning up today after that severe weather. This video is from about 200 miles southwest of Chicago. National Weather Service has not confirmed if a tornado touched down. No deaths or serious injuries have been reported. Counselors will be on hand today at Sherwood Givens Middle School in Durham after administrators found a handgun in a student's backpack. WRL's Michael Grace joins us live from the school this morning. Michael, that student is facing some serious consequences. Yeah, that's right, Michelle. Right now, a year's suspension and possibly additional charges from authorities. But What's even more troubling about the situation, we asked a parent of a student here about it, and they said they weren't surprised at first because it's becoming more and more common. Obviously, the country is still just coming off that horrific shooting at that school in Nashville. But here in Durham, gun violence revolving around students is a common issue. In February, there was a shooting near Hillside High School. And in March, two DPS students were killed in a shooting near Brogdon Middle School. Another thing we're still working on is trying to find out from DPS why they sent the alert about the handgun after school ended, a question that we are hoping to get today, but for right now, very stressful and scary time for parents and students in this city. Live in Durham, Michael Grace, WRAL News. And students will see more security at Rogers Herm Middle School today. In a call to parents, the principal told families the school received a possible threat over social media. Durham police are investigating. At this point, they have not found the threat to be credible. The principal told parents to talk with their children and remind them that posting threats to school is serious and will not be tolerated. 
Today is the last day you can make your voice heard on whether Go Triangle should bring back its bus fares. Since the start of the pandemic, riding a Go Triangle bus has been free. Officials put out a survey that ends today asking people who use the transit service if they would continue to use it if they had to pay. The Transit Authority says it would lose about $2 million a year without fares, and that could impact services. Finding solutions to gun violence will be the focus tonight as local leaders and the Durham County Sheriff gather at Ebenezer Missionary Baptist Church. The Durham branch of the NAACP and the Durham Committee on the Affairs of Black People are hosting a panel discussion. They'll also answer questions about the best ways to reduce a rise in shootings, especially among young people. Organizers say there's a lot to work on. Their aggression and their tendencies are often taken out on one another because they can't reach the people that are causing them the hurt or the harm. And so we have to find a way to help them mitigate these things and, and, and come to terms with where they are. And tonight's discussion will start at 630. A $30 billion plan to spend your tax dollars on raising teacher pay and bringing health care to hundreds of thousands of people is one step closer to becoming law. The state house is set to hold one final vote today on its budget plan before sending it to the Senate. It includes the biggest raises for teachers in years and state employees as well, funding for Medicaid expansion as well. Senate Republicans want to include bigger tax cuts before sending the budget to the governor. You can read more about what's inside it on ncapital.com. Coming up, we're getting closer to having a vaccine to help fight RSV, the research Pfizer is doing to combat the respiratory illness. Plus, not one settlement offer has been made in the eight months since this law was passed. People affected by decades of toxic water at Camp Lejeune get their first day in court. What a judge says the government needs to do to speed up the claim process. And today is a WRL weather alert day. This is a live look at Beaufort this morning. All quiet for now. Meteorologist Anthony Baglione joins us again after the break with when we can expect this severe threat to arrive. Welcome back. It is 442. I'm meteorologist Anthony Baglione in for Elizabeth Gardner, who has the morning off. We are watching here the potential for some stronger storms as we head mainly into this evening and overnight tonight. This is the Storm Prediction Center map, and so you see where that level one cutoff risk is there, mainly from Raleigh up to the north. This, this does not include our southern counties, so Goldsboro, Fayetteville, Sanford, all good to go. Still going to be watching for some thunderstorms, but the damaging wind gust potential is where that Storm Prediction Center outline is this morning. There is the storm system itself. This has caused numerous issues across the entire country here the past couple of days. We're going to watch this arrive probably after about 5 to 6 p.m. tonight, so just make sure to keep the umbrella handy this evening. We'll learn more today about how millions of dollars will be spent to address the opioid crisis in our area. State Attorney General Josh Stein will meet with leaders from Franklin, Granville and Vance counties this morning. They'll look over the community's share of a $26 billion settlement with major opioid distributors. Those payments will be spread out over several years. Today's discussion starts at 9.30 at the Granville Expo and Convention Center in Oxford. Good morning, Ken Smith here in the WREL Live Center with breaking news out of Italy this morning. An Italian newspaper reporting former Italian Prime Minister Silvia Berlusconi was diagnosed with leukemia. 
Now, Berlusconi is 86 years old. He's been hospitalized this week with breathing problems. Uh, he served uh, three stints as Italy's prime minister, uh, most recently back in 2008 and 2011. Uh, but recently, though, he was banned from politics for six years following a conviction on tax fraud. Again, uh, Silvia Berlusconi, former Italian prime minister, diagnosed with leukemia. House Speaker Kevin McCarthy is highlighting the importance of bipartisanship this morning following a high-stakes meeting with Taiwan's president. This was the first time Taiwan's president met with a U.S. House Speaker on American soil. The two gathered with a group of U.S. lawmakers Wednesday at the Ronald Reagan Presidential Library in California. China condemned the meeting. But the one thing I would say to China, too, at no time, I am the Speaker of the House. There is no place that China is going to tell me and where I can go or who I can speak to, whether you be foe or whether you be friend. McCarthy also made it known that the U.S. does not have any intentions to escalate tensions. He says the plan is to continue to build and foster a freedom and democracy around the world. The world's first ever RSV vaccine moves closer to getting the green light for adults and infants. Pfizer says it's asked the FDA for approval. Researchers say a late stage trial shows promise. Pfizer says its RSV vaccine was also effective in late stage pregnancies, which could extend protection to newborns. After decades of waiting, survivors of Camp Lejeune's toxic water are finally having their cases heard in court. A federal judge in Raleigh held a status hearing yesterday that could eventually affect the direction of thousands of claims against the U.S. government. WREL Investigates has reported for years on families that are affected by the contaminated water at Lejeune from the 1950s to the 80s. Judge James Dever warned attorneys and the government to create a database and format for settlements. Other Otherwise, it could take a thousand years to handle all the claims. These people don't have this long to wait. And, you know, the, the thing that was disappointing to hear was confirmation that not one settlement offer has been made in the eight months since this law was passed. Last year, Congress passed the PACT Act, which would confirm the harm caused by Camp Lejeune's water and provided a path to legal recourse for thousands of families who live there. We are in a WRL weather alert day right now. Anthony Baglione in the WRL Severe Weather Center with exactly what that entails and where we'll see it tonight into tomorrow. Jeff, yeah, so most of today is going to be dry. So it's not going to be where you wake up and we see rain and storms and strong storms all day long. This mainly comes in here as we head into late this afternoon and evening. So let's say 5, 6 p.m. or so is when this line will start to cross. But you've probably been hearing the past couple of days. Of course, it has had some strong storms, tornadoes the past couple of days. We are not looking at a big or really any tornado threat for us today. This is mainly going to be a damaging wind event as this pushes through and isolated in nature. We're not expecting widespread damaging wind gusts, which is good. The cutoff here, that level one risk, is essentially northern Wake County up to the Virginia-North Carolina border. There is a level two risk for just a sliver of Mecklenburg County where those potentials go up just a little bit. That's where the best ingredients, though, are going to be. This storm system pushes that moisture here in our direction and a lot of times what happens when we get these cold fronts coming through they add lift to the atmosphere and that's why it becomes a little bit more turbulent that's what we're going to see today we see a mix of sun and clouds into this afternoon 
There is one o'clock. We're still looking good to go here. No thunderstorms expected at that point. We bump this ahead to about 5 p.m. or so. That's when the secondary part of this line is going to start to push in. And I think after about five to six, we're going to continue off and on showers and storms into overnight tonight. We head into tomorrow. We head into our Saturday and then the first part of Sunday. This is really going to set up here a pretty messy pattern. There is Friday tomorrow lunchtime looking like a good plan to be inside. Not necessarily a good day to be outside forecast wise. 3 p.m. rounds of showers, especially for the triangle up to the north. And again, that continues here as we head into the weekend. So this is really going to set up a pretty messy pattern over the next couple of days, and it will be noticeable tomorrow to temperature wise. I'll show you that here in just a second. Today is still going to be warm tomorrow and the weekend. Definitely going to be a shock to the system here over the next little while. Here's where we sit right now, though. Lewisburg, it's a nice calm shot. We have some clouds in the distance. The flags are not blowing around too, too much, so they're otherwise pretty calm. It is very, very mild for us this morning. We are starting off at 70 degrees in Raleigh, 66 in Roxborough, near 70 down to the south, well above where we should be for our normal high temperature on the day, and it is still early this morning. Tomorrow it will be cooler. We'll see those temperatures. Check that out in the 50s for most of us. We're going from the 80s today, the 50s tomorrow, low 50s as we head into our Saturday. That weather alert day is actually for us today. The rain should be sticking with us over the next couple of days. Definitely cool though, guys, into the weekend. And then we warm back up just a little bit at 76 into next week. But umbrella is going to be needed here in the next several days. No doubt. Anthony, thank you. Another state is taking new measures to try to keep kids safe on social media. The push to give parents more oversight on what their kids are seeing and sharing. And getting back to weather now, you're looking live at Sanford. Again, as Anthony mentioned, it's a WREL weather alert day. We are tracking the threat of severe weather later this afternoon. We'll have the details next. Yard work and cleaning, two tasks that go hand in hand with spring. Five on your sides, Keely Arthur has the top picks from Consumer Reports for the equipment to help get you the job done. Whether you're grilling, mowing, cleaning, or just looking forward to spending some more time outside, April is the perfect month to buy the items to start your spring off just right. From summer to fall, winter, and now spring, Consumer Reports tracks the best prices of many of its top-tested products all year long. Retailers tend to focus on seasonal items in April, with deals around spring cleaning and outdoor equipment for lawn care. It's also a great time to find sales on products that will help you enjoy the outdoors in the warmer months to come. First, get a handle on spring cleaning with the new vacuum cleaner. This Samsung Jet vacuum cleaner is as low as 550 bucks at Amazon. This cordless stick vac has a digital display that allows you to check the power level, battery life, and any maintenance issues. And after you're done cleaning the inside, keep things tidy outside with a new lawnmower. This Ryobi mower is as low as $299 at the Home Depot. And CR says this this battery-powered mower earns top marks in mulching, evenness of cut, and noise. Now that you have all those chores done, head out to enjoy the nice weather. But first, make sure your noggin is safe with the bike helmet that will protect you. 
This Giro bike helmet is one of CR's top tested bike helmets at $69.95 over on Amazon. This helmet aced CR's impact tests and provided excellent ventilation. Finally, kick your feet back and dine al fresco with a brand new grill. This permasteel grill is as low as $379.99 at Home Depot. The compact, low-priced grill heats food evenly and has three burners, electronic ignition, and two side shelves. Enjoy. Keely Arthur, five on your side. Another state is one step closer to requiring children to get their parents' permission to use social media. A bill was approved Wednesday by the Arkansas House of Representatives. Kids under the age of 18 would need their parents' consent. The proposal now moves back to the Senate. Utah's governor signed similar legislation into law last month. This morning, you're invited to meet the Raleigh's, poli uh, Raleigh's police chief. Chief Estella Patterson will join other law enforcement officers for Walk with a Cop at Pullen Park. They'll be on hand to answer questions about the city's police department and community efforts. You'll also get a free train ride. Today's event runs from 10 to 11 a.m. And Vice President Kamala Harris and First Gentleman Doug Emhoff are celebrating Passover. They hosted a Seder to mark the start of the Jewish holiday last night. Emhoff noted in a social media post that Passover is one of his favorite holidays. He is the first Jewish spouse of an American vice president. First major golf tournament of the year is getting started this morning. The Masters tees off at Augusta National Golf Club just a few hours. 8 a.m. this morning. 88 players will try to win that green jacket. 20 former champions, and among them, five-time winner Tiger Woods and defending champion Scotty Scheffler. Today's WRL weather alert day, and this is a live look at Zebulon this morning. Meteorologist Anthony Baglione will break down the timeline for today's severe weather threat. And you are looking live at Sherwood Givens Middle School in Durham right now. There will be extra counselors on hand this morning after a gun was found in a student's backpack yesterday. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.